Welcome back, brother. Uh, we're picking up from our episode one, part one, which is the CM Punk conspiracy theories. Uh, here's part two. So, yeah. So, I mean, WWD already did this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, everybody, you know, I think everybody knew that, like, they're not going to get rid of Jey Uso. Yeah. And, like, the other thing is, like, WWE's done this way in the past with, like, Loser Leaves Town. And oh, they, they go, did it with Austin, remember? They yeah. got, they, they, like, they wrote Austin off by getting fired, you know, yeah. or, like, you know. Uh, it's such an easy story thing, but, like, you don't think about it anymore because, like, who's dumb enough to do that? And, like, the internet plays such into a role of today's pro wrestling where, You'll hear a bunch of rumors and dirt sheets, and you got to figure out which one's the right one or, or which one's the shoot. It's all, it's all rumor and innuendo because, like, we're not getting statements from the actual people. And the only statement we got, like, real statement that we got was from the owner of the company who is a fucking mark uh, who is trying to protect the company, probably protect long-term story, storytelling. You know, like, you can't trust... Him. Like, did you ever trust Vince McMahon? No, and I, you know what? The, this also led me to believe this is Tony Khan's persona. This is his gimmick, the bumbling like. You think the bumbling idiot that fucking says uh, tweets stupid shit? Yeah. Is is uh? It could be a gimmick. It could be. I mean, it could be. Like, you, dude, today's age of like this meta storytelling, maybe he's not that terrible behind scenes. And I mean, maybe he's just putting this on. Like, you know, you go to Make Wish Foundation and you're John Cena. You're not going to be John Cena the person. You're going to be John Cena the, like, fucking hustle of oil respect bullshit. Like, the gimmick yeah, for you're the gonna, kid. Because the, the kid wants the gimmick. Yeah, the kid wants the gimmick, right? You know, like, it's... Uh, and the adults want to believe Tony Khan's a fucking idiot with a lot of money. Well, so long-term... So this kind of long-term storytelling also, like, does work for the the, the target audience, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, WWE, like, where they're, they're going to do a story, it might be two weeks, you know? It's to cater to the kids. Cater to the kids. Kids have a short attention span, right? Yeah. So... Uh, I mean, we're in the same boat. Three months of eternity. Meltzer released a study, uh, or released, like, findings from a study in The Observer, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, earlier this year, uh, where they talked about, like, the average WWE fan uh, versus the average uh, AEW fan. And they found that, like, the average WWE fan is uneducated, uh, like, never went to college. Live rounds, brother. Uh, I mean, this is Meltzer reporting, not me. Uncle Dave, what are you doing? (laughs) Uh, and that they don't make they 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 aren't financially successful. Yeah. Uh, they found with AEW the fans. Pores. Yeah, the pores. Uh, they found with AEW fans that AEW fans tend to be college educated mm-hmm. and tend to be uh, uh, not well off, but tend to be you know financially stable. Financially stable and have disposable income for <laughs> for themselves. For themselves, you know. Maybe the kids. Maybe maybe their kids. Uh, if they love their wife, their kids, and their, their <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, they're good people. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, but you know what I'm saying. So like. I think when you're like, you know, when you're when your product is for adults, uh, and you gotta con- conform it to adults, and and you know that your audience is college educated, uh, and you know that like your audience is smart, uh, like you have to take long term story building, uh, long term story uh, storytelling to build, uh, to build a special moment, you know, yeah. like think about the MJF, think about the MJF promo, right? And yeah, then the when pipe he, bomb, when he, where when he, we all were confused for three months, we were all confused for three months, and then when he came back how magical that moment was. Like, we didn't even know when we were watching the Dynamite, or the Casino, sorry, the Casino Battle, or Ladder Match, ladder or whatever, match. Yeah, the, yeah. whatever bullshit fucking gimmick that was. We had no idea. Like, you know, nobody did. The air was taken out of the room. Yeah, it's just like they managed to orchestrate MJF coming in, letting the rumor spread, then shutting the fuck up. And then at the end of that Punk match, 
that was magic. That was that was that was a you know when we got the the ROH to Punk promo from from two thousand five. Yeah. When we got the uh, the MJF reveal when MJF came out to the ring and it wasn't the same like shit heel MJF that that we it's saw before. Easy. You know when he was like motivated when he when he had that you know we 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 got this magical moment. It was overshadowed by Brawl Out. Yes, but if you're just watching the product specifically for the product, you can see the parallels. You can see yeah you can yeah you can see the parallels. So like yeah, do I think this this is possible? Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. I think I I'll say this right. Here's my question to you: If it is Punk in the Devil Mask, yeah, and that this was all a work, who are his four companions? Uh, FTR, that's two. Um, probably Wardlow, because there was a, definitely a heater there. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Okay. I tend to agree with that, but I'm going to throw a counter at you. Yep. All right? What if it's, uh, what if it is, uh, it is CM Punk in the yep. Devil Mask, the heater's Cody, the two skinny guys are Matt and Nick Jackson, and the other guy is Hangman Adam Page. So the Elite. Yeah. <laughs> What if it truly is Punk teaming with the Elite? That's also money. That's also money. There's money on both sides of these I mean, predictions. You, you got to look at it this way, right? Like, What's the if, news if, with Cody? If is, he, if, is he out? You know, Cody's not in AEW. Yeah, you said Cody. Oh, you, did, you meant Kenny. I said I meant Kenny, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, not Cody. Kenny. I was like, damn, he got booted out of WWE no, that fast? No, Cody, Cody's still in, in, in WWE. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the... Uh, but the interesting thing uh, to me also is that you know how much money you're leaving on the table if you're if you're AEW and you legitimately fire CM Punk. You legitimately fire CM Punk and you don't build one. Here's 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 the money on the table matches that I'm gonna pay fifty bucks for a pay per view. Or if I'm lucky, go and see it live. Or lucky, spend five hundred dollars for great seats yep. to see the shit live. Here here are just a few. I'm gonna name. Okay. Yep. Kenny Omega versus Punk. Mm-hmm. The best of the indies from 2000s versus the best of the indies in New Japan of, uh, of, of the 2010s. Yep. All right? The two, two mega monoliths in mm-hmm. wrestling. All right? That is that is a draw, and and to mention, and you have the brawl out thing. You yeah. have the, the like you have a like a little bit of backstage feud, you know. Yeah. Like you there's know, heat. There's heat. Like there's there's real heat. Uh, that's one. All right. Yep. MJF versus CM Punk three. I mean, that was destined to happen. That was time. destined to happen. That's what we're saying. This is all about. Yep. But that is money on the table that you're leaving. Yep. That is like we all wanted that. We all knew that after the dog collar match. Man, you were so depressed when you were like. CM Punk is fired. I don't understand what Tony's doing. He just ruined a fucking build for CM Punk MJF. And I'm like, that seems kind of weird. I mean, how many times did I say I'm never watching AEW again? Fucking at least out of the first two weeks of the news, you're like, fuck this. We're never talking about Jack Perry. We're never going to talk about this product. I will go to fucking SmackDown now and go suffer through that bullshit. I think I said I'd go or to... Or no, you'd go to Impact. I think I, said, I think I said Impact or I'm just going to be a night person and only watch New Japan. Yeah, I guess I'm going to learn Japanese now. I'm going to learn Japanese and I'm only going to watch uh, wrestling between the hours of midnight and 7 a.m. Yep, that's uh, Japan time. Prime time. <laughs> it's prime time over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely did say that. Yeah. Um, the, so another... another Money on the table, CMFTR versus the elite. Uh, the elite. Easy. Uh, 
Because FTR also has heat with the Young Bucks. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, even though they've worked together countless times, and it seems like they're comfortable with each other in the ring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> mind, mind that. They, they can, they can do business, right? Yeah. They can do business together. They don't, if they, if, if they can't be in the locker room together, but they can do business together. So I don't know. I don't know where that shit hole, that whole uh, feud started. Uh, that the rumor of their feud started. Yeah. Uh, another money match that is left off the table, uh, or that's money on the table. Uh, Brian Danielson versus CM Punk. Yep. The two of the best champions from ROH. Yeah. And two of the most underrated dudes in WWE at the same time. Yeah. You uh, know, like Brian, or yeah, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. Yeah. Whatever. Um, was still trying to figure himself out. He was just a technical wrestler, kind of like a Danny Garcia. Yeah. And then he just, Danny Garcia started dancing, and we all got like fucking cool shit out of it. People just started chanting yes for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, because he was going like that. He was going with the fingers up. Yes, yep. yes. And it was a heel shit. thing. It was a heel thing that that got over. Yeah, and you then know? became his babyface like fucking signature. And 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 also like there's the whole like you know trickle down thing from Punk walking out of WWE. If he doesn't walk out of WWE, they don't put Daniel Bryan in that main event. Yeah, there's you know? repercussions to things that if they were legitimately happening. You got to pivot storylines so fucking hard. Yeah, and and so like and we we all know like pro wrestling is live, and you have to make adjustments because oh shit, John Moxley got hit, dropped on his head twice. He's got concussions. Take uh, we, him off that. We, we got we got to we got to get Orange Cassidy back in there ASAP, brother. <laughs> OC, you going in, brother? I, I'm hurting. I don't give a shit. You're going in. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying? So like that that's just money on the table matches that like is still there. You know, mm -hmm. that's still left. You know, if I'm Tony Khan. And I'm a business guy. Why the fuck am I not doing everything I can to sit my EVPs down with my number one draw? Mm -hmm. uh, that's not named Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> yep. Why am I not getting them at the table so we can fucking make hand over fist money and shove it in Vince McMahon, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and Nick Khan's fucking faces? Yep. Like, why am I not? Why am I not doing that? I'm either a fucking huge pussy. Or and don't I'm, know how to stand up to pro wrestlers who are taking your money gladly. Yeah, or this is all work. Yep, and Tony Khan's like, this is how we're going to orchestrate this. And this is the, the thing of, what is Tony Khan the person versus Tony Khan the gimmick? You know, I, I think about a lot of, like, with it's this... It's so easy to look like a, a jackass with a lot of money in front of the public. Oh, I would yeah. do the same thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I'd like, do it for fun. Have you noticed, though, that Tony Khan's, uh, like, when he's talking to the media, like, more so recently now than before, he sounds a lot more like Donald Trump? Yeah, he sounds, like, way more neurotic. And, like, a good framework was when uh, Impact and AEW were doing shit together, and he was basically being the heel Vince McMahon in Impact, being like, I could buy this company if I really wanted to. Yeah, I mean, but like you know, if you listen to his his his, uh, his uh, you know his like interviews with the media, yeah, especially like the Ariel Hawani one from a year ago, mm -hmm. the uh, the Dan Levitard one, he's doing the Trump rhetoric, which is like say a bunch of things but don't say anything. Say a bunch of things, uh, don't say anything. Uh, you know, keep it on point. Don't veer. You know. He's it. it they it's very it sounds very Trumpian, right? And, and rep uh, rep the brand. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I feel like I, I I feel like there is this this theory is very uh is very plausible. Like I mean, also like we've seen Punk out and about. Like Punk's very active on his uh, on his Instagram. Uh, Just leaving little weird things. Yeah, like there's a photo. Like he posted a photo like uh, last week of like the his bloody gloves or his yep. bloody tape. You know. Yep. Um, on his hands, he, uh, Is that the photo you sent me? 
No, that the photo I sent you, which is going to be the cover for this episode, yep. is from the dog collar match when. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. When he's he uh, he pinned uh, MJF and MJF kicked out, but it's an amazing shot. It is a good shot. It is an amazing it's frame. Cinema. It's cinema, which is like wrestling is cinema. You know, yeah. if it's done right, it's cinema, and uh, you know that's what was so great about that MJF uh, CM Punk feud is that. It was cinema. It went places that you didn't expect it to go. It had it had real world ties. In it the had past, and it wasn't like it wasn't a happy. It wasn't a story with a happy ending. No, you knew it was going to have an, a happy ending. Like it, uh, and you knew that you knew that Punk was going to finally put MJF over. Like MJF's whole uh, stick is stuff borrowed from. CM Punk, like at least like you know the devil. The, the devil, devil is a great example. The, the devil's a great example. Or obvious example, really. A lot of the a lot of the way he did, you know, his promos, his pipe bombs specifically. Yep. Uh, the uh, these are conversations that he could have had with CM Punk, MJF in his locker room. Yeah. Just this is how we're gonna do it. Like here's how I got like my heat here, and like here's how we build it, and like all this back and forth. You know, being creative because wrestlers at the end of the day are artists. Yeah, they are artists, and it's. Uh, you know, it's a different type of art than most people are used to, but it is art. Yeah, Edge went on a on Talk is Jericho recently, and he was talking about like, yeah, I could retire, but like, I'd be bored. I could do other art, but it just wouldn't be me. And his kids like just go wrestle with Uncle Jay, uh, Christian Cage. Yeah, no, I I I, I heard that as yeah. well. And uh, he was like, I'm an artist. This is how I have to do it. Yeah, this is my art. It's like it's like with with John Moxley, right? Like John Moxley's canvas. Is is it's his, his forehead? <laughs> is his is his is his body covered in blood? Yeah. You know, his blood is his is his is his, his uh, paint. Yeah, it's his paint, and and the barbed wire is his paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a really good analogy. You know, like I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like it's whether you want to admit it or not. Like when you watch a John Moxley match, and you know, it's a bloody affair. That is his art. Uh, when and he, then, like when he's also doing like weird, cute shit with the camera. Like early John Moxley when he was in AEW, he was doing all the weird shit he couldn't have done in AEW. Oh, like, or WWE. Yeah, or WWE. He would like kiss the camera, shoot the, like he would shoot on the camera. Oh yeah, he you know like uh, yeah, and he would definitely drop f bombs. And, like, kind of play it rusky on these pay-per-views, but you definitely hear him, like, fuck yeah, or, like, some weird shit. Or, like, when he's, like, taking a bump, he's like, oh, fuck my back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it, it, I just feel like they're, that we're not being told 100% the story. And I feel like, you know, it, I... It could, it could, it could very well be that Punk got fired. In, yeah, in, and we're just gonna be left with all these guesses... And maybe WWE gets CM Punk. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're right. Maybe they got him. Maybe and... Impact Wrestling earned enough money to bring CM Punk in for a year. Maybe Billy Corgan's going to finally, like, sell off the fucking Masters to Siamese Dream and, and, and use the proceeds to bring Punk in. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> uh, yo, when I heard Billy Corgan had, like is running in WWE, I'm like, he's a fucking pro wrestling nerd? Oh, yeah, he's been a pro wrestling nerd forever, dude. He, I, I did not know that until You know who's later. also, you know, off topic, you know who else is a huge pro wrestling nerd? Um, Rick okay. Rubin. What? Dude, Rick Rubin helped finance Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Didn't he also, like, appear in crowds, too, at, like, Raw tapings and yeah. shit? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, you know, there's an infamous interview, I think it was with Joe Rogan, where he's talking about, like, his nightly routine, which is also, like, now my nightly routine is that, you know, you he doesn't go. Matches. Yeah, he rewatches matches. He can't go to bed without watching wrestling. I mean, it's 
that's what people need. I mean, it's the perfect bedtime story, you know? Yeah. It's good triumphing over evil, evil, evil winning in the end. Like, the, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's why we're doing this podcast. Mine was that sleep into pro wrestling bios for a hot minute. Or wrestling bios. Oh, right? yeah. I, I watch pro wrestling bios. Like, like, pro wrestling bios guy, if you ever are listening to this, come on our show. We will, we will, we will make it work to get you on here. Like, I mean, it has to be digitally. I'm not flying his ass. I'm not flying his ass either. I don't. I don't. I don't make that kind of money yet. Yeah. But Sorry, like, brother. but like, get on a Zoom with us, bro. We want to. We want to do a podcast with you. Yeah, uh, you've been very influential on like my resurgence in same of pro wrestling of today. Same, dude. Like, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for for wrestling bios. Yeah. But I, I definitely. I, I definitely am doing this in spite of fucking Tranquilo Club. Fuck that guy. Oh, my God. You guys are going to have, like, a shoot fight, like, at, like, some weird AEW pay-per-view. Or maybe some indie. Maybe at Defy. Uh, that, <laughs> Bring him up to Defy. Maybe I'll pay, I'll pay for Little that. Miss Whimsy ain't going to Defy. No, he's not. <laughs> Little Miss Whimsy's staying his ass in El Paso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just I'm really appreciating the art form of telling a story through today's medium. Yeah. Today's medium is not just TV. Yeah, it's 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 not just TV. It's it's multifaceted. Like you get a lot of like a lot of the MJF stuff that you get, especially with this like Max Caster acclaim stuff, it started on Twitter like a year ago. Yep. Like with 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 Caster reposting like uh what's the Japanese term for it where it's like very like homoerotic images or like like photos. They did the South Park thing on it. Uh, I fucking don't know. I want to say uh a uh uh, oh, Yowie. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, that's the, the male-on-male romance. Yeah, like very much like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, I dated but, a bunch of nerds. Don't, don't ask questions. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, a bunch of... Co- or I otakus? Two, I, I've you, dated two cosplay wrestlers, or you, cosplay people. Are you, 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 you've been dating the otakus? I, I did in my past. <laughs> two years ago, or not two years ago, I somehow landed two cosplay girls, and both of them... Fucking could not get enough of Yowie. I mean, you know, it, like it happens. Di- different strokes, I guess. Uh, not my stroke, tell you that much. I'll take my... a Jeff Jarrett stroke over a Yowie stroke. Yeah, yeah. Give me that. Give me that double J. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, this is getting yeah, really weird. This um, is getting really weird. We, uh, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, like yeah. So we haven't we've seen Punk out and about. Uh, the, there's some other like interesting things too. Like this Punk stuff really takes away. Cash Wheeler's heat. Uh, all flips, uh, all clips, no flips. Yeah, his all clips, no flips. Like you know, his road rage incident where he pointed a gun at somebody. Nobody's talking about that anymore. What happens if that was a work? That, that wasn't a work. That, I know that, that was a real shoot. I saw the, I saw, the, I saw the fucking uh, cop footage. The, the footage the, of it. The, the, the mug shot. I saw the mug shot. You know, yeah. um, like I'm sure there's dash cam footage or some bullshit. The the the, the I think the things for, so like counterpoints to why the theory. Like, why this theory might be wrong. One is, like, do you see Tony Khan intentionally tanking Collision, uh, uh, like, the quality of Collision, just to take Punk off TV for for uh, three months? It would fit in the narrative. It would fit in the narrative because... He uh, was the locker room leader of Collision. It would fit in the narrative for that. It would also fit the narrative, too, with MJF's... Uh, back to MJF's uh, uh, pipe bomb, yeah. where... Uh, you know, MJF was the second most minute by minute draw for AEW. The first being CM Punk. Yep. Um, and then they both leave. They both roughly leave at the same time. Yeah. Uh, at, on for June first, on, one one's a legit thing, and one's like a part story. Yeah. So on June first, uh, twenty twenty two, uh, the 
and then that leaves room for Moxley to 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 get back on top. Yeah. Like Moxley carried the company for that whole summer. Uh, right now, Danielson's doing the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's a lot of work. It proved it proved it proved to everybody that like AEW was uh, was capable of at least putting on good shows without their two biggest draws. Yeah. Um. I and f- just let you forget about them. Yeah. And it all comes back to the greatest lie that the devil ever told is that he didn't exist exactly and like that fits this narrative very well i mean like for both of them for both of them i mean it's their their careers in AEW are inevitably linked and inevitably tied uh like batman and joker also back to i mean i feel like we're not talking about jungle jack right the other <laughs> interesting thing about jungle jack he disappeared he disappeared I mean, he was supposedly suspended indefinitely, right? Where Where is he at? <laughs> I, I don't know. Meltzer reported a few weeks ago that he's no longer under suspension, you know? Oh. Um, but, like, I don't know. The other thing, too, is that, like, uh, with Punk, there was the tease that his next feud was going to be Ricky Starks and that mm-hmm. it was going to be Ricky versus him at, at All Out in Chicago. I think they're going to make that official either at the like supposedly they were supposed to make it officially either at the collision beforehand yeah. or the night of then that was going to be the main event um however that obviously wasn't the case yeah. uh we due, got danielson versus reality we got danielson versus uh versus uh uh starks yep. it was a five-star match yeah, from, according to dave i remember it being very good uh i might have to watch it again to see if i would give it five stars but me and Meltzer like Honestly, you guys are like a quarter of a star apart. Yeah, we're like a half to quarter of a star apart. I think yeah. like I think like you know he gave the dog collar match with MJF uh, and CM Punk uh, four and three quarters. I gave it a five. He gave uh, he gave uh, uh, Ricky Starks and uh, and Brian. Yeah, was it a five? Yeah, that was a five. He gave uh, well, he gave uh, what was it? He gave uh, Swerve and Hanger a four, four four and three quarters because. They didn't work what they were supposed to do, which was Swerve was supposed to be a heel and Hangman was supposed to be. Yeah, and I say it was interesting. The match was interesting nonetheless. It got the crowd over. It was they had amazing spots. Uh, To me, that was a five star match. They morphed their persona or their their uh, I guess status. But yeah, but most of the time, like me and Dave, kind of fall. Same thing, except for the Julia Hart. Uh, Chris Statlander match. He gave that three fucking stars or three and a half stars. Yeah, that was, was the one of the best women's pro wrestling next to like Britt Baker's. Yeah, that was definitely four to four and a half. Yeah. All right. It's it's, it's not as drastic as Britt Baker bleeding, but you know what? They built Julia Hart for a year, at least. Yes, exactly. So w- jungle. So 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 Jungle Jack didn't have a dance partner uh, after Hook. Like where they what like. Were they going to put him with Hook? Like, there were, what were the, the we where, don't, where would he would go? Where would he go? And it, it feels like they're, you know, we don't know where he would go. Yeah, because he just had his feud as a face with Christian Cage. He went into, Four like, Pillars. Four Pillars. Uh, then he started just being faced with Hook. Yeah. And all the shit. What better way for a heel turn and, like, go on your own? Because he was, like, kind of on his own at that point. Yeah, he was like, on his own. And, like, also, what better heat to get than getting the biggest draw of the company fired? Yeah. Just, like, now you just sparked all this anti-punk, like, or CM Punk fan base on you as a target. Exactly. Um, And I also feel like, uh, I also feel like you're probably right that if if I was to guess uh, who who the devil and his four, and his four horsemen are. Yeah. uh, It's, it's no pun intended to Rickler who just showed up on Dynamite. Uh, But like who the devil and his four horsemen of death are in the black masks. Yeah. I would, I would, I would tend to agree that it probably would be FTR, uh, Jungle Jack, 
and uh, and the, Wardlow. The heater is like a random card. I can't figure it out. I think it's Wardlow because Wardlow's not much taller than Punk. But and Wardlow has this thing of having MJF's name on his. Thing. Yeah, he's gunning for MJF, and it's subtle if you're not paying attention. Yeah, it's very subtle. Um, I he called it out. He called it out on on Collision over the weekend. Oh, finally. Yeah, he did a promo where where he Tony Schiavone uh, was like. Uh, so so, what's your goals? And he he pointed to his his uh, wrist and where it said MJF, and then he walked through Tony Schiavone, bumped him over, got heat, got booed from the crowd, yep. and went backstage. Um, he's doing the whole like they're presenting him right now like fucking uh, Brock Lesnar, which is pretty great. <laughs> hey, I mean that's a good archetype to be. It's in. a great. I mean you it's could you could roughly the same physique. It's just Wardlow's a little lighter. Yeah, he's a little lighter and a little shorter, but yeah. like uh, still can do it. But like he's dude Ward. I, I mean he's got the F10. Which is just basically the F5, a little bit more heavier. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's not like they weren't doing the Brock Lesnar shit earlier in his career when he had the ponytail. I mean, you know, he's... I, I like Wardlow. I think... I think. I mean, Wardlow is great. Like, Wardlow has that, like, spark in his eyes, like, mm-hmm. when uh, when he's mad and then when he's, like, you know, fucking somebody over. Like, when he gives CM Punk the ring during the dog collar match, it's one of my favorite facial expressions. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, take it. It's all yeah, good. Take it. it. You know, you, you want to do it. Yeah. I, I would do it too if I were you, but like, <laughs> yeah. you you want to hit this kid with his own ring, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, but, but yeah, so, I mean, I think the internet thinks that, like, it's the kingdom that's under the masks, uh, that it's uh, Britt Baker is one I've heard, uh, that it's... Uh... <laughs> that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, I guess it makes sense for Adam Cole, right? I mean, they tried to tease on Collision that it was, uh, that it could have been the House of Black. Um, but like, there's only three people in the House of Black. Yeah, even and so Julia Hart has to play the fourth goon. Yeah, and, which does it, and then you need one more. No, it's I didn't. I didn't see that dumper in the <laughs> great dumper on the on any of those people in the masks. Yep. Um, it also like I think these were pre-recorded too. I don't think they're not live. None of the devil stuff is live. It it's definitely have to be. it's definitely all pre-recorded stuff. They're definitely cutting it in. Um, but it will sell it as live because this is a, a very old tactic in WWE days or WWF days, however you want to do it. Backstage, like, altercations yeah. are rarely live. Especially, like, the ones where it was, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, dropping a limo from, like, a, a forklift. Oh, Just, dude, Austin, don't. Oh, come on, man, I was joking. Austin, please don't. Yeah. Yeah, that, that triple. It's still one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen as a child. Uh, they pushed a lot of limits back then. But, like... That was not happening in the back of the arena. Oh yeah, I mean, or like some unknown destination or location. Yeah, I mean, or like, what about like when Vince McMahon's car blew up? Yeah, and we were led to believe he died. And then Chris Benoit murder suicided uh, his wife and daughter, and then Vince McMahon had was forced to to come out come, come back, back from, come from back the from dead. dead. <laughs> Sorry, that's fucked up. Sorry for laughing. That was a horrible tragedy. But but the reaction of the universe of oh he's not dead yeah yeah I was like <laughs> oh, there oh goes, yeah there goes the work <laughs> yeah there goes the work I mean everybody knew he wasn't dead but yeah. they they had the like they're gonna do the funeral for Vince they teased the funeral for Vince McMahon man he loves dying and coming back to life or I mean, loves being like the higher power of the uh, yeah this is also very much like sim- I was gonna say it's very much similar to the higher power angle where Austin it was me the whole time you know yeah uh, it it's very similar to. Uh, the who ran over Stone Cold? Oh, that was a big. Was mystery. it? What was it? The Rock? Was, was it, it? Yeah. You know, or like with uh, with uh, was it Triple H? It turned out it was Rikishi. You know, he did it for the Rock, man. He did it for the Rock uh, to establish the bloodline uh, twenty five years before yep. the bloodline. <laughs> uh, you know, well, like it's one line, so bloodline. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of uh, 
I mean, there's still enough speculation. There's still enough reasonable doubt. I think as time goes on, just like I've seen this week, more and more uh, uh, people on Twitter are talking about it and not like in a joking way. No, no, they're like, yo, this might be serious. This might be serious. Uh, Well, we caught this like last week. We caught this over, yeah, we caught this last week. Uh, I I did a Google search to see if there was any articles written if this was a work. not many for for this one. I saw one that I shared with you, yeah. and it was based. It, it, it didn't really give any more information. Like it didn't give us. It didn't give any of the information that we just laid out. Yeah, it, it like j- going over painstakingly detailed. Yeah, uh, and it, these it, are supposed to be an hour. This is like almost two hours. It it, it was basically worth it. It it came out like I think like the week of September eighth, like after the firing announcement. Yeah, uh, I think it was a Wrestle Inc. article. I could be wrong. Oh, it was that early that someone just was like, "This is a work." It could be a work. It was like potentially this could be a work. You know what oh, I did see. Even, didn't even agree it was a work. It's like, eh, it could be a work. You know what I did see, you know, a lot of when I typed in CM Punk all-in work? What? I saw a lot of all-out brawl work, or brawl-out works. Whoa. I did see a lot of, I did see a lot of articles for that. I So I'm not in the camp, personally, I'm not in the camp that believes that brawl-out was was a work. I think that there was something to it, personally. Uh, it was a sh- uh, shoot work. I think, it w- I think it turned into a shoot work. I think, uh, I think, I mean, dude, you can't, like, you know, you'd have to be a dumb motherfucker to uh, <laughs> let these guilty parties just go Yeah, out and do whatever. You know, just because it's called All Elite Wrestling doesn't mean that, like, the elite can just run fucking rickshaw over over everything, you yeah, know? Like, like it, 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 you know. At the end of the day, Tony Khan owns the company. Tony Khan owns the company. You know, Tony Khan owns the company. Tony Khan's keeping the lights on. Tony Khan's paying these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, why would they bite the hand that feeds? Why would, yeah. WCW and, like, you'd have to be a dumb motherfucker if you're running the company not to sit down your biggest fucking draws uh, and, 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 and. Basically, like, fucking hug. Yeah. Now, I don't care. This is how we're going to work the business. Now go hug. I would be like if you guys want if if you guys can't if you guys can't swing your same dicks in the locker room, then you shouldn't be in the same company. Then you guys shouldn't be in the same company. I will gladly give anybody who wants a release here their release. Yeah, and people were like, no. You know, because it's like, no, like these guys get, like they get health insurance at AEW, yeah. right? They are seen as employees that get health insurance. It's one of the big, it's just big one perks. of the, yeah, it's one of the big perks. They they get paid pretty well. They're not on, they don't have to work every day. Yeah, they're working a, like a third of the WWE schedule, if that. Yeah, like I was looking at like, uh, so Crown Jewel for WWE is running, uh, is running in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. There's also uh, a live event, like a house show, a big house show going on in the United States the same day. Yep. You, you know, it. like, WWE works their talent all the time. Yeah. You they, know? They want to make sure that their presence is known. And just because, you know, half the wrestlers are in Saudi Arabia, guess what? We still have the Raw promotion we can do shit with. And the, it doesn't have to be on TV while, you know, we promote Crown Jewel. Yeah. Like, they have NXT. Like, and when NXT has, has, a, has a premium live event, they're running WWE house shows, like, in other towns, you know? Yeah. Like, WWE, at one point during the Ruthless Aggression era... They were running. They were running two different house shows at two different places in the country on the same days. Like there mm-hmm. would be Raw house shows and there'd be SmackDown house shows. And you don't need a whole lot to run a show. My more recent, uh, I guess, introduction to indie wrestling here in Seattle. Like you don't need a whole lot of talent. Mostly, probably at the very minimum, eight to ten. I think yeah. You need what five matches on the card. Something like that for like three hours. Yeah, like have a promo before promo and or after each match. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, like get the crowd going. Um, I mean, it's AEW doesn't really, really do. I know they do somehow shows, but they they don't really 
do house shows anymore. Yeah, I mean, basically, it, they can't even they can't even fucking sell out tapings. So like, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, you don't really need to start thinking about yeah, we should do house shows. Like, uh, yeah, they're having trouble moving tickets. Like, you see Big Show going to OVW to try and like hawk two for one deals. You know? Yeah. Oh man, that's rough. You know, I think I saw that like they were selling. They weren't selling it for the collision we're going to. But they were selling collision tickets for one of these upcoming dates uh, for like ten bucks. They they dropped it from thirty to ten dollars. Man, they really trying to get these tickets out. You know, like the, yeah, because they need you know they need like they need to build. So I mean like Damn, that, this, that, that, this that, a fucking economy right now. Yeah, so that's why I think like the build. Uh, I think the the like that begs the question of like, is this a smart move business wise with for what Tony Khan's doing? to like tank intentionally tank the company for three months i think i think if it's pulled off correctly and it is punk and it's revealed that they've been working the business the entire business at a scale that hasn't been done before you know not since brian pillman yep and that was like groundbreaking that was groundbreaking like here's pillman going from one like pillman did it like in a way that like we've never seen before and we'll never see since pillman was working wcw Mm -hmm. uh like Got his release from WCW intentionally from Bischoff, who gave him his blessing to go to ECW to 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 get uh, to get heat. Mm-hmm. Right? Went he went to ECW, uh, was working both WWE and WCW against each other because he was getting amazing heat in ECW. Yeah, he ended up getting in that car accident. I think he didn't reveal. I think the story is that he didn't reveal too much about the car accident to both sides. Like he was fucked up from that car accident. Yeah. Uh, and still got like a huge fucking payday from WWE. It was like a zone bidding war. Like, like if MJF were to do this, like this makes total sense. Yeah, like it, 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 it was you know. And then like his plan was to supposedly his plan was to go after his run in WWE was to go back to WCW and get that like that big Turner money. Yeah, that's you know? that clandestine shit, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like that is a that is a working the business like on all ends. He worked three promotions. You know? And he made some money off of it. He made some money off of it. Unfortunately, we lost Brian Pillman too soon. Yeah. Um. It, you know. Hopefully, our, it's not the same with uh, our current talent. Yeah. Uh, I think with with Punk, like, if he's if if this is something like like Pillman working the business, it's it's very much in line with Summer of Punk. It's very much in line, like it's like it, Summer it, of Punk both in fucking ROH and WWE. Yeah, like it's more towards the WWE one where he's uh where he's like not with the company, but he has the belt and like he's like living he's his doing, life and he's like yeah, taking photos, taking photos with the Stanley Cup and shit, you yeah. know, like or whatever the fuck he was doing that summer. Yeah, uh, it was his it was his summer. It was his summer. It was his his two weeks of summer. <laughs> <laughs> his two weeks that Vince allowed him to take off. Yeah. This is how we do it. But like, uh, yeah. So I mean, to me, if you were to ask me right now, what uh, what I think the likelihood that this is a work, uh, that Punk getting fired is a work, I would have to say I'm probably sixty percent that it's a work, forty percent that it's not. What are you? What What about you, Cyrus? <sighs> I wouldn't give it sixty four. I'd probably give it seventy thirty. You uh, give it seventy thirty. Seventy thirty work. Uh, work majority. Okay, so we're kind of we're we're kind of speaking we're, the same language. Yeah, it, uh, we're it, we're we're in the we think that it's most likely a work basically. Yeah, I think I'm doing the sixty forty to save face. Yeah, I, I like gambling. I play craps. <laughs> I will lose a thousand dollars no problem and hate my life for that weekend and then go back. to work. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, like I've done it before. <laughs> it sucks. 
I mean, dude, I feel that. Like, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like it's definitely it can't. I don't think it's Adam Cole in the Devil Mask. Uh, I think if it, it could be Jack Perry in the, the Devil Mask, but like that would be such a that weird. he's gonna get X Pac heat. He's not gonna get the heat that we want. He's gonna get X Pac heat because like, dude, Jack Perry's been crushed every time by MJF. Yeah. So like what's they're not be on the, this time? they're not on the same level in ring with, with, with Punk and MJF, they they worked well and like why would the devil be somebody that he doesn't know? It's always the devil you know. Yeah, that's another fucking uh, what do they call that saying. It's another saying. It's another American colloquialism. Yeah, I can't even say it either. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> good shot. <laughs> co- co- uh, colloquialism. Colloquialism. Uh, I can't speak. I was raised. I'm, by, I'm, I'm, I was raised by immigrant parents. Yeah, I mean, can't I, do it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm college educated, but doesn't mean I know how to pronounce shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the famous words is going, that don't work for me, brother. Colloquialism, did hey! it? I did it. I did it. I did it. All uh, right, the college money did uh, pay off. I know. Thank you, Obama. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think I think it, it, it could be Jack Perry. I think it's gonna be. I think if it is Jack Perry, it's the wrong kind of heat. Yeah. Uh, if it's uh, if it's Britt Baker, that's the wrong kind of heat. That doesn't make any sense. Really. I don't think I don't think it's Adam Cole. Uh, because he's legitimately injured. Because he's legitimately injured. I mean, he could show up at the pay-per-view, but, like, you know, it, 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 I, it, I don't think it's the acclaimed because uh, the heater's bigger than Billy Gunn. Yeah, uh, Billy I, Gunn's stacked. I don't think it. I mean, like, I don't think it's Britt Baker. I don't think it's, uh, I mean, the, the the prevailing theory is that it's 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 Britt, Adam, uh, uh, and Kingdom. And the Kingdom, and which I, which, uh, which I don't believe. I don't believe it's that. No. Because uh, that's that's also dumb. It, I mean, the only thing... What is that? MJF going to put over Britt Baker <laughs> in, a, in a match? Like, I mean, he's oh, wrestling... they're going to wrestle intergender. I mean, he, put... he wrestled Chris Statlander in the Indies, so yeah. like... I mean, or what are they going to do? Do the... Um... The Tully, the Tully, or the Tessa Blanchard. The Tessa Blanchard. Uh, I think Brian Cage or someone. Wasn't it? Was it? Wasn't it LA Knight that she wrestled? No. Uh, to win the title. Oh no, it was um, fucking John Moxley's old tag partner from Switchblade Society or Switchblade Conspiracies. Uh, he's a he's in Impact. He just got released, I think. Sammy Callahan. Oh okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't watch Impact, so. Hey, it's, sometimes they can strike gold. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, I know about the woo off. I know, and I've heard Pritchard's stories. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you gotta take uh, the good with the bad. I mean, I do remember the X Division being, being fucking wild. I do remember that. I know that like uh, and dangerous as shit. I mean, yeah, I, I would go back and watch some of those X Division matches if they were easy to find. But uh, and I think they've been the the YouTube channel's been putting up a lot of old matches. They're doing the like NWA like promotion. Ring of Honor has a lot of great matches on their YouTube yep. for free. Like they have I think two of the Samoa Joe CM Punk ones. They've got I think Danielson's title win uh, is on there. Um, they had uh, they 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 had a lot of good ones. They had a lot of early Briscoe matches. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the classic ROH matches uh, are up there on the YouTube. You guys should go check it out. Um, if you support Ring of Honor, like, you know, uh, or just wrestling just in general. Just wrestling in general. You, you, gotta, pro- you gotta love the business. You gotta love the business, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so I think, I think it's, I think to me personally, it's 60-40. I'd go probably as high as 65, 35. Oh, uh, you're trying to fucking be, like, ballsy like I am. I mean, just a little bit. I think, I think there's, I think there's, it's too fishy. Like I said, like, back to what we said. The, the main things are 
the the main things are the press release that everybody's reporting is a press release it's is not, not a, pre- a it's not a fucking press release. Yeah. Go research what a press release is. Come back and talk to me. Like yeah. I'm a communications major. I'm a communications and marketing major. All right. I know about press releases. I've worked at TV stations. I've 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 ha- I've worked with big corporations where we've sent out press releases for video packages that we've done. Mm-hmm. Like. I know what I'm fucking talking about. There's a lot of legal implications. There's a lot of legal implications if you fuck up on that, you know? And you get fired or blacklisted. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's you're open up to lawsuits, you know? Uh, uh, And then the the 14 and a half minutes. Working in production, me and you, we know 14 and a half minutes is not enough time to pull off what they were thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 you gotta go, like, you know, it's, you gotta remember that this, wrestling is a TV production. Yep. It's, it's a live TV production. It's, it's, uh, it's not, you know, things need to hit at certain times. And, and, and they I'm, have to be perfect. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but, like, an altercation like that cannot happen. An altercation, supposedly, you I've know. I've been to Wembley. Yeah, where it, there's a lot of stuff. It's fucking huge. You know what, you know what, you know what it, it looks like, though? What? You know, with the punk, uh, like, with the blood on, on Joe's uh, armband and, mm-hmm. uh, and punk's, like, palm and his glove. Yeah. What if it's, what if the glove is, what if it's just he patted him on the back, like, good match, you know? And, like, Joe did the same thing. Put his arm around him, like, we're gonna, we're gonna work the business. Yeah. Like, I'm What a good sell. Way to shoot on the fucking camera. You know what I'm saying? Like, way to fuck it, you know, like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, that, like, because they didn't miss a beat. They didn't miss a fucking beat. They also came out to the ring, like, I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but both Joe, Joe comes out to the ring first. Yeah. Punk comes out to the ring second. Both of them are in their element. It's not... It's not like it's a... You don't see them, like, coming down off of a fight adrenaline rush. Yeah. They're just getting the adrenaline rush into coming to the thing from the audience because, you know, you get it. Yeah, exactly. I know, and Meltzer reported, I forgot to mention this earlier, Meltzer reported that, oh, they were supposed to do something bigger for Punk's entrance, and then they had to scrap it at the last minute. Uh, That doesn't really fit to me uh, because, like, nobody got a grand entrance at Wembley except for the acclaimed, who rapped, Mm -hmm. uh, and then MJF, who came out in the devil mask, uh, with like uh, you know to like the you know to his normal charades of like over the top production, mm-hmm. you know because for him every pay per view has to be WrestleMania quality or better. Uh, he's got to knock it out of the park. Grand slams. You know what I'm saying? Like grand slams. So like to me, like even K- Kenny Omega and and the Golden Elite, they didn't really have a super special intro. No. Like uh, like it, 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 it they had a normal like you know they had a normal intro like maybe a little over the top, but nothing like super grand. Yeah. So that's why I don't buy that from Meltzer. I don't, I, you know, you can you can save that for somebody who like gives a fuck. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I don't know. We we could be completely fucking wrong about all of this. Maybe I have a lot of brain damage, and I, I maybe been dropped on my head twice by uh, Ray Phoenix. I mean, maybe <laughs> I've done too much drugs in my life. Maybe I've uh, done too much acid. Yeah. Maybe I smoked way too much weed. You know. Drank way too early in my life. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I started smoking cigarettes at sixteen. You know. Seventeen for me. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's funny. I'm a supermarket for punk, but I am not straight edge. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. CM Punk, I don't live the straight edge society. I mean, like, I, I've thought about it. I've thought about it. Uh, but, like, I'm not... I mean, not... now in our older age, we're like, maybe there's some truth to this. Yeah. Maybe this has legs. I mean, here's 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 a, here's a parting question for you uh, as we wrap this up. If it is Punk and he does come back at, at Full Gear and while we're in the audience and we're cheering, what song do you think he comes out to? Do you think he comes out to Symphony of the Devil? Do you think he comes out to the AFI song? Do you think he comes out to uh, Cult of Personality? It's not going to be Cult personality I don't, too, I don't think it's gonna be called a personality that's too either. much that's too baby face i think it's gonna be if you want my honest opinion yeah 
I think it's going to be the AFI song. I think so, too. Yeah. I think he's trying to channel, like, who's the real devil? I was doing this shit before you even had, like, a chance to get in a ring. I mean, also, Punk's never had a stable in, in AEW. Yeah. I mean, he had the shit, the weird one, the Straightest Society, it had fucking Doc Gallows from Bullet Club. Yeah. As his heater. Yeah, like, pre-Bullet Club, too. Yeah, pre-Bullet Club, when uh, Festus didn't work out, and they're like, you know, go away. And then now they brought him back as the, the good brothers. Yeah, like, uh, but, like, he hasn't had a, he hasn't had one in, in AEW. He's teamed with, like, Sting and Darby Allen. He's, he's teamed, teamed with C- CMFTR. He's teamed with CMFTR. He's teamed with, uh, or, uh, he's teamed with, uh, with, uh, uh, what's his face? Um... Uh, he's teamed with Moxley. He teamed with Moxley. It's an it, easy, easy fucking thing to get over. Yeah, like, uh, I think, I honestly think that if he comes out, it's probably going to be that AFI song. Maybe it'll be Symphony for the Devil, uh, or Sympathy, Sympathy for the Devil. Yeah. Uh, by, it's like... by, by, uh, by Rolling Stones. Yeah. It could be as a callback to MJF's coming out. Yeah. Uh, that would be a swerve if that, that's what's going to happen. Uh, if it's uh, Symphony for the Devil? Yeah, it would come in as a swerve, probably. Because no one really knows, unless if you've been following this like feud for like the last year, but like people will kind of get confused, because, I don't know, maybe MJF will just put the Devil Mask post-match. You know, I mean, I think I think it's... Uh, I think he's going to come out to... If it is Punk, I think he's going to come out to the AFI song, uh, I think, or, or it'll be something completely different. I, what was his, I don't know what his music was in, like, uh, Straight Edge Society, uh, but... Straight Edge Society was Kill Switch Engage. Okay. Yeah, and that was, like, metalcore, like, not really, like, sinister. It was, like, uh, you know, generic, like, fast rock. I music. think if punk comes back, we're not getting cult of personality, fun-loving uh, punk. It's retired. We're, we're, we're getting, we're getting angry... We're, we're getting like and also if you look at like you know the other thing too is that like at the last time MJF and CM Punk met in the ring uh, you know CM Punk did the heelish thing and cheated in the end yeah you know he used the ring I mean granted it was a no DQ because his dollar collar match but he didn't win the honorable way no. and he came in to the old ring of honor music and if we remember Punk from Ring of Honor... Oh, he was a fucking menace. He was a heel. Yeah. It took Ricky Steamboat to try and turn him face. He did it for a little bit, won the title, went back to being the biggest fucking heel. Fucking you know? beautiful. It's, it's, it's... I he think works better as a heel. He works better as a heel. I mean, this is a dude that signed his WWE contract on the ROH world title. That's uh, just the biggest heel things you can do. You know, just heal things. This as was you can a see dude, on your Instagram. This is a dude in storyline that 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 like tried to hold Vince McMahon up to bring back the fucking WWE uh, popsicles or, yeah. or ice cream bars. Yeah, and you know Tony Khan immediately was like, ah, this is CM Punk night. Everyone gets ice cream bars. With yeah, CM Punk logos on it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, was that like twenty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars? Yeah, probably. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, like, and those things are probably melting. I'm sure a PA got yelled at super tough for, yeah, like... for dropping or coming in late with it. Yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah. Anyway, like, production, it, that's production trauma. Then. That's production trauma. You do, you like, you know, if you're, if you're if not you're in that business, if you're not in that business, like, you're, probably, you're, you're way, fucking way lucky. Than, yeah. You're fucking lucky. Uh, but, yeah, so, like I said, the two biggest pieces of evidence, uh, in my opinion, are the 14 and a half minutes and the press release. And then Tony Khan's one statement from All In that seems very like nonchalant, like everything's all cool, <coughs> to like, I was scared for my life. And people ridiculed him for that. You know, like, I've seen, I've seen, uh, that's such a weird transition to go from like, I'm 
I just hearing the news, I'm here, and then going to be like, yeah, I was there. Yeah, like I was there. You know, it was you know, like I was scared for my life. Like, yeah, like like this is the bumbling idiot Tony Khan who can't like act, and now he's acting way more erratic. Yeah. So to me, it's uh, to me, it's a very strong possibility that we've all been getting worked. Yeah. And you know, maybe Tony Khan acting like the way he is is his gimmick. Maybe. I mean, like that's a great that is a great topic for another uh, podcast. Is like the Tony Khan. Is Tony Khan the uh, working as uh, sorry? We'll come up with a working title. But Tony we'll come, Khan, yeah. Tony Khan, the bumbling idiot, or the mastermind of AEW. I mean, yeah. I, I I would argue I would argue that there is a case to be made for both. Um, yeah. But I think we've ran we've ran for a long time, yeah. longer than we thought. Do we want to cut this into two or just go two hours strong for? I think this this is going to be like two and a half hours. I mean, dude, I, I think the, it has what, to be together. It has to be together. Fuck it, we'll trim it up. We'll put it out. It might we might get it to two hours. It's I've, like I, a cutting a director's cut and then the theatrical cut. I think we we drop it. We 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 drop it. We let the people decide like what like what they think about this. Like please like. Uh, please let us know what your thoughts on this. I mean, obviously, this is a, this is a uh, out of left field for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people. Uh, Punk is a very touchy subject. Like, he, oh, man, he, I did not know how much like anti CM Punk fans hate oh, him. Oh, dude, it's it's like it's so funny. It's like too. fucking trying to fight like a rabid dog. I mean, they all want him in WWE, but the minute you start talking about him. They still like they fucking it, it not like it's like you saw that chat thread. Yeah, I saw I saw I saw that. But it's like you know they they talk about Punk being in in WWE or that they're like they can't wait. But then like when you when you say like what if this is a work, they get like fucking, fucking furious, fucking furious. And also like none of like they 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 think that like Punk Punk is like to blame for all this shit. And like maybe he is maybe he's not. I I tend to think that like he's a misunderstood dude. I've never met him, but like from what I've heard, he seems like he's like misunderstood uh rubs people the wrong way you know like i rub people the wrong way yeah. so like I, I get it you know yeah i do too i mean I, i've never i've never thro- i've never uh punched a co-worker in the face but uh oh yeah i've thought about it several times oh i was a menace in elementary school just picking <laughs> fights and then i mean later. oh say I've, i punch people in the face i'm just saying they're never at work yeah never at work but school time's different i was a kid but you know uh, but uh but yeah so i don't know i think uh i think uh I think we're about to sign off, uh, yeah. and I uh, just want to say thank you guys for, for tuning in, sticking with us for for all this. I know it kind of maybe trailed off towards the end, but... Uh, Hopefully it was entertaining throughout the two and hours and five minutes. Yeah, yeah, I hope it was entertaining throughout the whole like time we've been recording. Um, uh, and sorry I just, for my dog who was very needy. Oh, dude, Bruce, Bruce is, our, Bruce is, uh, is more than welcome to guest appear on the pod. Yeah. Uh, oh, he already gave his opinions. He already gave his opinions. He was like, whatever Larry says, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I believe him. Uh, yeah, and with that, I uh, just want to say, love your wife, love, love your, your daughter, daughter and, and love, love the business. business. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he doesn't exist. <laughs>